do need um, a volunteer. Any office of volunteers. Doesn't have to be little people, can be big people. And this is where all the big people go, no, no, make sure it's a little person, please. Um, uh, Aya, let's start off with you. Come up here. Big round of applause for Aya, please. Brilliant. Up you come, Aya. Right, Aya, now for this game, I need to blindfold you. Are you going to be all right with that? Yeah, yeah that's going to be okay. Okay, yeah, 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 you know, you, this fine. Okay, so Aya, let's just try this on. Okay, and then let me tell you, what, first of all, what we're going to do. I've got a bag, and in this bag are a few objects. You're not allowed to look. The idea is that you put your hand in there, and you choose one object, and you try and work out what it is just by feeling it. Okay? If you get stuck, then I'll ask you to take the thing out of the bag, and other people will give you a clue. But they're not allowed to actually say what the thing is. They've just got to give you an idea to help you get it. Okay? Is that all right? Okay, brilliant. So let's put this on first, and let's just double-check that Aya definitely can't see. Right, Aya, how many fingers am I holding up? Zero. Okay, excellent. We're good, we're good. Right, stand there for me, Aya. Right, brilliant. I'm going to give you the bag. Um, I'm going to hold the bag, and I want you to put your hand inside it. Oh, which hand? There we go. Hold on a minute. That's not the bag. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In we go. Right, choose one thing, and see if you can work out what it is. Hey. Oh! She got it straight away. Look, a clothes peg. Did, oh, my goodness. There was a little bit of cheating there. She could look under. Thank you, Aya. Right, should we have one more go without looking? Yeah. Right, no looking this time. Right. Was it not on tight enough? Right, okay. Let me just make it a little bit tighter. Okay, hold on. Right, okay. I'm going to hold the bag out in front of you again, and this time no peeking. If you think you can see some light underneath here, can you see, some, see my fingers moving? No. Okay, right. You know when you kind of think I'm not entirely sure I trust what she just said there. Okay, right, one hand in. No peeking. Don't keep it in the bag, keep it in the bag. I'll give you a clue. I found all these things in our kitchen. A can, a can. Okay, do you know what it's a can of? Ah, oh, so it's a food can of some sorts, but you can't tell what it is. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? What do you think it might be in there? Any ideas? Shall we take it out and see if someone can give us a clue? Right, let's turn it around so people can see the, uh, the writing. I'm holding it. You, do you want to hold it? Okay, I'll hold it. Anyone? You can see, see where we shop. Good old Aldi. There we go. Anyone know what this is? Can you give a clue, Sam? Don't actually tell Aya what it is. It does have food in. That narrows it down somewhat. That's brilliant. Any other clues? It has a sauce in it. It's food. It has sauce in it. Caleb, have you got a clue? What's your clue? Oh, that's a good clue. They're oval shapes inside. Okay, so we've got three clues so far. Food. It's an oval shape inside, lots of oval shapes, and it has a source. Any ideas, Aya? No, that's a bit tricky, isn't it? Tricky when you can't see, isn't it? It's all a bit dark behind that black blindfold. Rosie, do you just want to tell her what it is? Yeah, you can say. Tin of baked beans. That was tricky, hey, but you did get it as a can. Round of applause for Aya, please. Thanks, Aya. Go and find your seat. Brilliant. 
one more volunteer for one more thing. Um, Sam, do you want to come up? Okay. You can choose one more thing from in the bag. It's a bit tricky, Aya, when you couldn't see, wasn't it? Okay. Right. Here we go. How are we doing? I'm just going to turn you around a little bit. There we go. All good? Can you see anything? No? Excellent. Okay, right. Hold on, Sam. I'm going to hold, give you the bag. Here's the bag. There's, there you go. Put your hand in there. Okay. Choose something else and see if you can work out what it might be. Ooh, that's pretty good, isn't it? It's like a... What does it feel like on the end? Um, it's like a paintbrush. It does feel like a paintbrush. Looks a bit like a paintbrush as well. Brilliant, Sam. Good job. Look at that. It is for spreading oil or butter or milk or something when you're baking. Amazing. Big round of applause for Sam. Brilliant. You did really well, guys. But it's really tricky when it's dark. Just put your hands over your eyes for a minute. You can't really see much when you put them over tightly, okay? Okay. It's much easier if you've got light. You can see what's going on. Is there anyone here who does not like the dark? Yeah, a few people. Some grown-ups, some children as well. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what? You're not alone because sometimes... It can feel a little bit strange when it's dark because you can't kind of see where you're going. It can feel a bit confusing. Sometimes it can feel a bit scary, can't it? Imagine if you're in bed and suddenly you wake up in the middle of the night and it's pitch black. Would, would this be good news? It would, wouldn't it? It would be good news. If you woke up in the middle of the night and it was dark, if you had one of these... That would be good news. Imagine if you're walking in the woods and then it starts getting a bit late and the light starts going, it starts getting a little bit dark. Would this be good news? It would be good news, wouldn't it? A torch would be really good news. Imagine if you are a captain of a ship at night and you're sailing your ship and you need to go back into harbour but you can't really see where you're going, and you know that there are rocks nearby. Would one of these, Russ? Ah, oh, there we go. He's on it. Would that... Oh, no, go back. Would that be good news? Yeah, it would be good news. A lighthouse. The light would shine out. You'd be able to see where you were going. It would be good news. Light is good news. Can you, for a minute... Um, shout out for me different things that give us light. As many as we can. Yeah, uh, right, hold on, hold on. Let's just take it a little bit at a time. A lamp, a torch, a light bulb, a candle. Pardon? Yes, sometimes if you're in a dark room and you've got the TV screen on, the light shines out. Sam? The sun. Whoa, that's a big light. The moon, stars, all those, yeah, all those things, loads and loads of different kinds of lights. Car lights, if you're going somewhere in the dark, um, lights on the dance floor, if you're having a bit of a party, light is good news. It, yeah, and a disco ball. And I've got some even better news for you, because Jesus says that he is like the light. If you've got a Bible and you want to turn to John chapter 8 and verse 12,
This is what Jesus says about himself. I wonder if you've guessed the theme already. He says, I, oh, excuse me. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let me say that to you again. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And some of the first words that we find in the Bible, when right at the beginning of the world, before the world was even created, God said these words. He said, let there be light. And in the middle of the darkness, suddenly there was light. There was day and there was night. That's what God does. He brings light wherever he is. It's always what he's done. He brings light. He is light. He gives us light to live by. Years before Jesus was even born, there was a man called Isaiah, and he told of Jesus' coming. And again, if you've got your Bibles and you want to turn to Isaiah chapter 9, you can read it in verse 2. Isaiah says this, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Those living in the land of deep darkness, sorry, on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And Isaiah, that man who was saying those words, he was talking about Jesus coming. Even before Jesus arrived, he was saying, Jesus is going to be good news. He's going to be like light shining in the darkness. So I want to say this morning that if things look or feel a bit dark at the moment, if things feel dark or difficult, look to the light. Look to Jesus because he is the light. You know, when it's dark, even if you have just a tiny little bit of light, it's not completely dark anymore. If I have a candle and I light my candle. Here we go. Let's hope I don't set off any um, smoke detectors. Can we just turn the lights down a minute? Oh, dear, I've just blown it out. <laughs> I couldn't have done that if I tried, could I? Right, let's try again. Oh, this one praying, Lord, please don't let this smoke alarm go off. The whole building has to evacuate because we've had a... Hold on, breaking my match. It will happen. Look, even that you can see, can't you? We've not got actual darkness here in this room. But as soon as I put just one tiny candle on, it makes a difference to the, difference to the space around us. Just even a tiny bit of light shines into the darkness. Let me just burn that out. <laughs> okay, okay. Right, don't do that at home. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, thanks, Alex. Even if we have just a tiny little bit of light, it's not completely dark anymore. And John, in John chapter 1, verse 5, John says this, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So no amount of darkness, no amount of really hard or difficult things, no amount of mess can actually get in the way of Jesus' light. Jesus' light still shines in the darkness. Okay, now for little people, 
or people that just might want to take part, there's a couple of things you can do now to keep your hands busy while I'm talking. So still listening, but um, there's a couple of things. So there's some paper up here and some pens. And what you can do is just fold it. And then you're going to make it into like a mini book. So on here, I want you to draw um, lots of different kinds of lights, just like some of those ideas we had. So that on each page, you've got a different kind of light. Make it into a mini book. If you've got loads of ideas, you could even do two. And then when you get home, join them together. Okay, that's one thing. And the other thing is we have some tea lights holders. Tea light holders. You've got to be a little bit gentle with these, okay, because I just baked them, okay? But the idea is that you decorate them with the pens, then you can take a tea light home and have it as a tea light holder at home, okay? So two different things. So if you want to take part in that while I'm talking, come up and get some of those things, okay? Up you come. Okay. Okay. That verse that I said, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. In the Passion Translation of the Bible, it says this, and this light never fails to shine through darkness. This light never fails to shine through darkness. I love that phrase. Whatever you're going through, however dark it might feel, God's light never fails to shine. We're going to look for a minute at something that Jesus did, which literally brought light into somebody's life. So again, if you have a Bible, turn to John chapter 9. I've kind of paraphrased the story a little. Okay, John chapter 9. We're going to look at when Jesus actually, literally gave somebody light. This is how it goes. As he was going along one day, Jesus saw a man who was blind sitting by the wayside. The man had been blind since the day he was born. Jesus spit on the ground and made some mud and put it on the man's eyes. And Jesus said to the man, go and wash in the pool. So the man went to the pool and he washed and he could see. People who were around said, isn't this the man who has been blind all his life? Some said, no, it just looks like him. But the man said, no, it is me. Now I can see. And he told them what had happened. Can you just imagine what it must have felt like for this man to suddenly be able to see after all those years? where he'd only known things to be dark, now there was light. Can you imagine all the light, all the colours, all the new sensations that he had, all the things that he'd only known about hearing them, feeling them, smelling them, now he could see them in front of him in all of their glory. It must have been amazing. It must have felt life-giving. It must have felt like light to live by. You know, having an encounter with Jesus can transform our lives and give us life. Sometimes change can happen in a moment, like for this man, but always, if we choose to follow Jesus, as we follow him, he invites us to be changed. His invitation is always for more of his light 
to transform our darkness. It's always, he's always saying to us, Pip, would you give me all those things that make it feel like dark to you and would you let my light shine in them? When Jesus said, I am the light of the world, what did he mean? I wonder what that actually means when he said, I am the light of the world. What does light do? It lights things up, yet yeah? it helps us to see things, doesn't it? it if, you're, if you're kind of walking somewhere and the lights are off and it's pitch black, you put the lights on, then you can see where you're going. If you've got, if your bedroom, well, maybe not just your bedroom, if your house is untidy, if your bedroom's untidy um, and you're trying to navigate your way through, uh, you might tread on a bit of Lego or something like that. Yeah, ouch, that's a real painful thing, isn't it? As soon as you put the lights on, you can see where the mess is and you can actually do something about trying to tidy some of it up. Um, this point in year, at this point of the year, we'll be noticing that there are different flowers that are starting to, to open up. When light comes, things start to open up. Things start to grow. We have phrases like throwing, the light, throwing light on the subject. Like, you know, actually, when the light turns on, it makes something clearer. If you think about a spotlight going on at the theatre um, or, or at a gig, then suddenly the thing that the light is on comes into focus. Light shines. Light is good news. And Jesus is good news. So that verse that we've been thinking about, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. It comes from John chapter 8 and verse 12. And we're going to try and remember it a little bit now. So again, I need a few... Help us, if I can. Um, I might... Um, Vanessa, would you be up for helping coming to hold something? That's all I'm asking you to do. I'm not asking you to get gunged like, um, like last time. Okay, so Vanessa, this is what I want you to say in a minute, and I want you to stand... Oh, here. Is that all right? That would be great. And I'm going to give you something. Um, Vanessa, could you... Hold that one, thanks. Uh, and then I need another volunteer for the next phrase. Uh, Sam, would you come up? That would be great. Brilliant. Up you come, Sam. Right, Sam, shall we put these around you? Is that all right? Okay, there we go. This is the button to press in a minute, okay? And these are your words, okay? Can you read those all right? Yeah. Okay, right, next person. Ooh, Henry, up you come. Up you come. Right, let's find something for Henry. Right, come stand here, Henry. In a minute, you need to press this button. Okay, and these are your words. Whoever follows me. Oh, steady on. Okay. Who else do we need? Any more helpers? Rosie, up you come. Brilliant. Let's have, right, Rosie, I want you to stand in front of Henry so you don't trip on the wire. Right, and I'm going to give you this. Rosie? All right. Okay. Um, two more people. 
Oh, yeah, up you come. Whoop. Oh, yeah, actually, could you grab Mummy's phone? If you've got a flashlight on it, Khadija, that would be great, thanks. Up you come. Mind the wire, Aya. Brilliant. Excellent. Aya, these are your words. Do they look all right? You got those? Yeah? Okay. Right, one more. Nana, up you come. Oh, sorry, Jonah, do you want to come? Do you want to come up with Nana? And Daddy? Yeah? Up you come. Right, these are your words. Oh, let's move this over a little bit. Come here. Well done. Hold that one, Jonah. Brilliant. Oh, gosh. Okay. Here we go. Navigating everything. Okay. Oh, 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 gosh. It's all happening. Okay. All right. This didn't feel so complicated when I said it all out. Okay. Right, ready? Nana, can you hold that? And then it's just pulling that one there. Okay, you got it? Okay. Right, brilliant. So, we're going to use these things. What I'm going to ask people to do is... Say out their words. Starting with Vanessa, we're going to come along the line. And as you say your word, I want you to turn your light on. Okay? Okay, so big voice. All right? I'll help you with yours. This is John chapter 8 and verse 12. We'll do yours together. Are you ready, Vanessa? Brilliant. Okay. Right, let's do it one more time. Can we turn the lights down again this time? Thanks, Alex. Right. Turn your lights off. We're going to do it again because the idea is by, when we've done this a couple of times, then we'll actually be able to learn. Oh, gosh. We've got all sorts going on there for Vanessa. <laughs> Sorry, Vanessa. I didn't do that on purpose. All kinds of lights suddenly flashing for Vanessa. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Ready? Big voice. Good job. Right, now we're going to do it with them, okay? We'll do it one more time, lights off. We're going to do it again. And we're going to see if everybody, they have got the words behind Vanessa, so it's okay. All right? Are you ready? We're going to join in. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. Good job. Big thank yous. Big thank yous. Turn your lights off. Bring them back to me carefully. Don't tread over any leads. Don't fall over any leads. Thank you. Amazing. Brilliant. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, great. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now, we were away a couple of days over um, half term this last week in Norfolk. And there was a place where we were staying, it was right near the beach. And I felt like God was reminding me all 
all the time about this phrase, that I am the light of the world, because not too far from where we were staying was this massive lighthouse. It was huge. Like you could see it from miles around. Um, and then in the place we were staying, you walked into the kitchen and there was like a windowsill, and on the windowsill was this light model lighthouse. And then I walked into the room that, uh, one of the bedrooms, and on their window ledge was another model of a lighthouse. I walked into the bathroom and the pull cord on the light was a little lighthouse. It was like everywhere we went, there was this theme of light and of the lighthouse. And um, as we kind of drove on the way um, around the kind of village, there were street names that were also named about the lighthouse. There was a pub called the Lighthouse Inn. And you might think, yeah, you know, Pip, that's normal, right? You know, just, it's just like land, you know, landmarks and people are noting that. But I just felt like everywhere I looked, um, God was saying to me, I'm your light. You know, I am the light of the world. So I want to encourage you that as you go about your normal, everyday, ordinary life, that when you see lights of any type, that you kind of have this kind of, ah, oh, Jesus is the light of the world. That kind of, when you see any light, you flick on a light as you're going into your room, as you flick on your light, as you're, you know, as you see neon lights out in the shops, um, all those things, whenever you see a light, let it remind you that Jesus is the light of the world and that he offers his light to us. So we're just going to pray for a little bit now. We're going we're gonna to mix things up a little bit this morning. We're going to pray a little bit, and then I'm going to carry on doing a tiny little bit more talking. Okay, so I want to encourage you, if you feel at all that things are a bit difficult or a bit dark at the moment, I want to encourage you to stand, and we're just going to pray for you. We're just going to have people around you to pray. Maybe you're facing a difficult situation. Maybe you've got friends who are in a difficult situation, and you just want to pray about that. Can I just encourage you, if you feel like things are a bit tricky, feel like things are a bit dark, or if you just want to know more of Jesus' light in your life, could you stand? Brave. Be brave. Anyone else? Anyone else? Okay, and if you are near those people, uh, I just want if you're a part of a small group, if you're kind of here, um, you kind of know what we do, we would love you just to, just to put your hands on these people and just pray for them now. Just ask God to bless them. Ask God to show his light to them. Rosie, you can join in with this, with lids. Pray for lids. Yeah. Bethany, do you want to come and help pray for Lydia? Come around, come and put your hand on Lydia. I'm just going to say, Jesus, would you come? Would you come shine your light? Would you come and be light for these people now? We're just going to take a couple of moments to do this. Oh, sorry, Sam. Thank you, Khadija. Yeah. And as we're praying, we're inviting the light of Jesus to come, bring his peace, bring his life, bring his hope.
encourage you if you're praying to keep your eyes open while you're praying so you can see what's going on. Okay, as these guys are just finishing off, I'm just going to carry on talking. Okay, so Jesus' light is good news. Good news not just for us, but for our friends and our family and for everyone around us. And when we follow Jesus, what happens is we become filled with his light and it helps show others who Jesus is. Jesus says we become light bearers, like carriers of light. Imagine carrying a lantern as we're walking along wherever we're going. It's we become good news for other people. We become good news in the darkness because Jesus is living in us by his Holy Spirit. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14, again, if you've got your Bibles, quickly whiz to that. Jesus says this. He says this to the people who are listening. He says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden, and neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. So in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. If you've ever been somewhere, driving around somewhere in the dark and you come across um, a city, you can see its lights for often for miles and miles away and particularly if it's up high, um, you can see its light. Uh, Jesus says, don't hide your light away. Don't cover it up. As you love me and as you follow me, let me shine through you so that others can see the hope that I bring. Let me just show you something. So, if we um, follow Jesus, what happens is he fills us with his Holy Spirit. And his light then shines through us. Can you see how it shines because his Holy Spirit is in us? Shines all around us, shines through us to other people. Jesus says, let your light shine and be a light for others. Don't hide me away. Don't cover me up. Let me shine out of you. So we're just going to pray now. Lord Jesus, would you come? Would you fill us with your Holy Spirit that we might shine for you? Fill us, Holy Spirit. Let your light shine through us to other people that as we live our lives and as we speak your name, that you would bring light to the darkness around. We're just going to finish by um, doing some more worship, singing a few more songs, and then after we've done that, that will kind of be the end of the service this morning. Um, if you're here and you want us to pray for you and no one's prayed for you yet, we'd love to do that. Just come and find one of us 
um, at the end. We'd love to pray for you. But why don't we stand now and we're just going to worship some more um, before we finish.